You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil, located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. Today, we honor Father Robert Shea from St. Winslow's in Dickinson, North Dakota. Wow, Father Robert Shea was uh, nominated by Deanna. And Deanna said he's truly a holy priest in love with the Eucharist. He's a wonderful educator to the parishioners and the students. We are grateful for him. Congratulations to Father Robert Shea at St. Wenceslas. So I, I just I wonder if he's known as Monsignor's brother. As Monsignor, yeah, I know. Living in the shadow of Monsignor uh, Jim Shea, president of uh, You Mary. Yeah, I don't know how that. Hopefully, works. hopefully, Father is known for his own. Obvious holiness and qualities towards his love for the Eucharist, and yeah, no doubt. I just, I just would love to say, uh, hear someone say to Monsignor Jim Shea, said, "Oh, oh you're, you're Father Robert's, Robert's brother." That would be great. <laughs> I'm totally gonna do that if I ever have the honor of meeting him, Monsignor. I'm gonna say, "Hey, you're totally, you're, you're Father Robert Shea's brother. That's awesome." Go. Of course, now I would probably have to meet Father Robert first <laughs> in order to claim that, but I'm sure I can make that happen if I wanted to. So. Well, we are so glad that Father Shea is the winner of the donuts, and I'm glad that it's up there considering you are fasting and, and there is no temptation for donuts here. Send the donuts to Dickinson today. <laughs> yep, today. After, after nine days, we'll talk about bringing them back down here to the Rapid City area, right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, today's Honor Our Father segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by West Dakota Oil, located at 604 East Broadway Street in Dickinson. They can be reached by calling 701-225-4292. Wow. So, fasting... Fasting. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, Karen brings up uh, the whole fasting thing. Last year, uh, Father Mark McCormick, and he's the vocation director here in the Diocese of Rapid City. He also is the chaplain at the Newman Center at the School mm-hmm. of Mines and Technology here in Rapid City. And mm-hmm. he's the chaplain for St. Thomas More Middle School and High School. So he's got a few hats on, but uh, he's got a lot of energy. Uh, and he uh, proposed to the priest that we would kind of engage. He's always proposing things. Father Mark McCormick is so, uh, and introduced me to this nine-day novena to the Holy Spirit, um, and also including um, fasting. You know, uh, during this time, bread and water fast for nine days. Um, and I, at first, I thought this is ridiculous. This is the Easter season. This is the yeah. season of feasting and rejoicing in the resurrection uh, of Christ. But uh, I, I, for some reason, you know, the Holy Spirit was just knocking on the door of my heart. And I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. So is this, did you do it last year? I did it last year. Okay. So this is my second time. And um, You and lived. You obviously lived. I lived through the nine days. Uh, and it was amazing because um, there were many graces that came through that. And, and the first grace is that uh, uh, the temptations towards cheating on this fast, which often come through the oh. Lenten season and other things yeah. that we attempt, uh, were just non-existent. Like the Holy Spirit like guided me, protected me um, from any of that. So I, I, I had this great focus on, on the Holy Spirit in these nine days. So bread and water, is it bread with butter on it? 
So it's supposed to be, uh, you know, I think just regular bread or whatever. Bread. You can yeah. bread and toast the bread. Father Mark has this recipe for this substantial bread, you know, <laughs> um, and it's pretty substantial. You know, like, <laughs> the, filling, like it's filling. like everything in the kitchen sink is thrown into this bread, you know. Uh, so there is, I, I, I mean, uh, it's, it's serious business. Well, okay, so... In our house, we have like the the white bread that you slap peanut butter and jelly and you know it's the cheap stuff. And then my husband makes this most amazing artisan bread, and he puts chives in it, or he'll put rosemary in it, or he'll put something really fabulous in it, and it's like eating a dessert. Yeah, Would that so count? Th- he calls this <laughs> fasting bread recipe um, from Sister Emanuel's book, Healing and Liberation Through Fasting. Right, Healing okay. and Liberation Through Fasting, and so. Um, the, the standard things are there uh, of white flour and wheat flour and yeast and yeah, all that kind of good bread stuff. stuff. Then add a beaten egg. Well, don't okay. forget your sugar or honey. Um, you can put a teaspoon of butter in there, a cup of raisins, a cup of almonds or walnuts, and a cup of plain oats. So this is serious this is business. This yeah, is this is hearty, hearty stuff. Yeah. So, um, okay, if I can handle a bread and water fast if this is the kind of bread I'm eating. Right, right. You know, so, but... Yeah, I, and and so yeah, it was one of the things about fasting too is like when you do have this meal, right? That this piece of bread, this slice of bread or two, right? That you're gonna have in this cup of water, like it becomes a production. Like I, it's a thing that, yeah, no, this this is meaningful because I don't take it for granted. Right. Right. It becomes a real treasure. Like this is sustenance that comes from God is minimal, but yep. now you start to see things in a different light. The things that you would just run by and open the refrigerator or run by your cabinet and grab right. something grab without thinking, without bag thinking. Of potato chips, yeah. even even something healthy cool like a bag of ranch Doritos. Well, uh, that's what the, you were going to say healthy cool ranch. No, Doritos. I was going to say even if it's something healthy like carrots, you still just grab it and you don't think about it. No, I would agree. So yeah, these nine days have kind of side effects because again the 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 fasting is opening ourselves up um to the our dependence upon god um a a time of realizing the gifts and blessings that we have um and allowing this real not just bodily but a spiritual purification to occur um and you know when you have those pangs of hunger periodically um to to recognize i depend upon god you know, it's not right. by bread alone, right? Jesus says right. it's not by bread alone that we live, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So one of my favorite um, exercises that I like to encourage my children to do, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of maybe a Father Mark in the way that I have all these great suggestions. Hey, how about this? Why don't you try this? But I never really like force my children to take upon anything that is question, you know, that might be detrimental to their spiritual journey. Like, you have to take on these things yourself. This is what it means to make decisions. Even for a seven-year-old, I still, like, you know, you can choose, here's some ideas, this would be great for you. But one of the, my favorite suggestions to them is is the five-minute fast. It's so simple. You know, when you look at something, you say, I want that, you know, but I'm going to fast from it for five minutes, and then, you know, offer that five minutes to God, and then I'm going to come back to it. And if I still want it, I'll eat it, or I'll watch it, or I'll drink it, or whatever. But in that five minutes, I probably don't. I probably realize I don't need it, and I can just give it up and walk away. Yeah, I know that oftentimes, you know, I, I, I don't know when I first heard about the five-minute fast. It might have even been through you, you know, over the last <laughs> couple of years. But, uh, yeah, practicing the five-minute fast is amazing because it's that 
a movement of your passions, yeah. your just your instinctual appetites that uh, want to have satisfaction immediately. Yeah. And that delay of five minutes, oftentimes, I've moved on, you know, um, and, and moved on to hopefully where God's leading me, right? You're attentive to, to God's plan in all of that. So, yeah, no, the five-minute plan, I'm all, I'm five-minute fast, I'm all, I'm all for that. I recommend that often. I, I think that it um, also helps you to realize how you get sucked up into your just, even your daily routine with the things that you just automatically turn on or look, even checking Facebook. I mean, your five-minute fast from Facebook, that's going to, it's going to hurt a lot of people. That would hurt a lot of people. Some people never check Facebook for weeks upon end, but some check it every five minutes. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, just just checking their phone constantly, yep. you know, just watching or being with people who are like, you're having a conversation with them and all of a sudden whoosh, yep. off they go. There's a great place to fast because now I'm want to be attentive to the person in front of me. Most of us are not on call 24 seven. No. Th- there's nobody in the ICU that is going to call us. We ha- absolutely positively have, have to, to take it. Or there are some circumstances. Hey, listen, my kid's going to call here. I got to pick him up from, you know, right. You know, for, yeah, it, and there's and yeah, so, so that's one thing. That's one thing. But it's this constant looking: who's texting yep. me? Who's messaging me? What's going on on Facebook? Who just posted it? And it all pulls us away from God. It pulls us away, and even pulls us away from that intentional moment with our friends, yeah. our family, our. I spouse. think we've gotten really about you know uh, about the phones like in in church now. I think for the most part, that's got every once in a while you get the ding, yeah. ding, yeah. ding, or the phone call that comes yeah. in the middle of your homily or the middle of the Eucharistic prayer, you know, and I just feel bad for those people. Like, right. oh no. They, because, Cause you know, they don't want that to happen. No, they don't want it to happen. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. to do oh this. my goodness. Yeah. So fasting takes a lot of forms, you know, like you said, I mean, the things that are not necessarily bad, you know, food, Right. Right. Not bad, but giving that up, but you're training your heart, right? you're training this kind of muscle of your intellect and will to choose something better, right? To choose right. something better. Um, again, going on Facebook, not the worst thing in the world, right? Not, no. There's, but, there's lots of good people on there. But if I'm going to fast from that, I'm going to fast yeah. for something better, that my time and my attention can be used for God and for others. Right. I think another important fast that's difficult at times is fasting from words. And that that is the one I would have to work on. You know, that, okay, stop, breathe, think about it before it froze out of your mouth. You know, just vomits right out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be be dangerous if you would start fasting during Real Presence Live. Oh, yeah. It would be silence. Radio silence. Radio silence. Then Eli Eli would be like, he's got a message right now on the board that says, no five-minute fasting from breaks. So... With our, our break coming up here, and in the next uh, little bit, we're, we're going to have to Well, rest. so far we've had a great morning, Karen. We had uh, Kevin Wells on yeah. talking about the venerable Aloysius Schwartz, Schwartz, priest and beggar, and also his one-to-one podcast. And then we just were visiting with uh, Amy Julian from the Diocese of Rebbe, seeing the great work, great work of Rachel's oh, vineyard. She, amazing work. The things that I've heard her share, just fabulous outcomes that I know, especially with that Zoom meeting, they didn't have the expectation that they... The, the outcome was greater than what they expected. And that's always a bonus. Yeah, no, I just loved her talking again about the promptings of the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit in their ministry and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead Exactly. To and all that comes, I, be, I would be bold enough to say that all comes from five-minute fasts from other things. 
Right. You well, we're going to take a voice. break here, Karen, and we'll be right back on Real Presence Live from Rapid City, South Dakota. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Monsignor Michael with the Diocese of Rapid City. In ancient times, washing another person's feet was a humiliating task. No free person could be forced to do it because it was the job of the slave. This is why Jesus' action at the Last Supper had such a dramatic impact upon his disciples. I imagine the apostles were shocked as Jesus did this simple gesture for them and explained the reason when he said, I, your Lord and teacher, have just washed your feet. You then should wash each other's feet. In baptism, each one of us was washed and made clean by Jesus, made whole in his great love and mercy. And now, as his disciples, we have to be willing to wash each other's feet. Maybe the question for us today is, how can we wash the feet of our brothers and sisters that we encounter this day in imitation of Christ? How can we bring his love and mercy to others? God bless you. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with Father Brian Christensen. And we are talking about fasting and hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. Fasting from Facebook, fasting from words, fasting from food you know it's really interesting i mean uh we're all called to fasting all of us i mean this is mm-hmm. not an optional way in, in the life of christ right he right. he says when you pray <laughs> when you fast when you give alms he doesn't say hey if you decide somewhere along the line to fast this <laughs> right? is the way you should do it i mean i think it's very powerful that <laughs> um, i always thought like you know especially young you know we had the obviously lenten fast is you know the way that you're kind of initiated into the way of fasting in in the christian life in your in your family but i always thought you know like real fasting that's that's for the saints real right. fasting is for like the really holy people um but it it's come to me over the years that the lord has fasting as an integral part of every for, disciple's life right and you can only grow cro- closer to christ you know to, to be more christ like in in your thinking and in the way that you even your intentional decisions 
even what to fast from. Right. I think it's such a a beautiful spiritual exercise. So uh, challenging fast for you, Karen, and anything along in your history that you're like, oh, dang. Okay, so words. Always, you know, immediately having the right answer, Mm. thinking I have the right answer, having an answer, period. You know, not allowing someone else to interject with their their opinion that's i have had to fast from that but one of the best um things that i ever did for my motherhood one Mm -hmm. lint was every time that my children asked for a drink of water i stopped what i was doing and i got them a drink Uh, of water okay because i was fasting from what i thought was important to being intentional to what was important for for them at the moment and then the next thing that i did that was fasting was was fasting from from things like, um, well, <laughs> not folding the laundry. <laughs> not folding the laundry. Yeah. So that's a fast. Well, seems- <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I, 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 I having to actually be intentional about getting the laundry folded. That's that's um, hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you laugh, but boy, father, when you have eight kids, twelve and under. There's a lot of laundry. There's a lot of laundry. You got to get folded. And luckily now most of my children are above the age of of 12 and can do their own laundry. But there's still three little girls who change their clothes all the time right now that I have to fold laundry. How's this, mommy? How's this, mommy? What's this look? Does this match? I think one of the things about fasting too, just uh, as we go through, um, and especially as you talk about that five-minute fast that it can, we can we can change the trajectory if we're conscious of what we're desiring and, and then focus on uh, on what God wants His will in the moment in the moment because um, you know uh, we we di- we just kind of go through the day sometimes not conscious yeah. and not intentional not right. intentional but I always think that these choices are there's no I guess there's no small exercise for the heart right right like I'm always training my heart or I'm allowing God to form my heart so even this these small decisions of what am I going to do in this moment or this time is this the generous thing to do is right. this God's will for this moment like it, it, exactly like that one of that length that I stopped what I was doing every time one of my children asked for a drink of water it seemed like to me like a little thing but I learned a lot I learned a lot about my children, those extra few moments that I had with them, the extra hugs and kisses I could give and receive from them because I was pulled away from what I thought was important and focused on what God knew I needed so to focus in, on. So in that, right, right, in that very moment when you're like, mm-hmm. you made this commitment to get a glass of water when, whenever, whenever. Happened, no conditions. Yep, no exactly. No conditions. Could, did you ever notice that, oh, what, like I have things important to do now. And now you have to release that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It was an awesome. You can see our own selfishness, our own desires, our own plans come to light. Exactly. Because there was a a moment where I had to to give up what was important to me, offer it to the Lord, this moment to the Lord that uh, this is the commitment I made. I'm going to get up from this and I'm going to get a drink of water for this child who needs me in this moment. And that was actually the first time that I learned intensely that my children's first introduction to Christ was through me. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was being Christ to them. I was, you know, giving drink to the thirsty. And I'd never thought about that before, how even just getting up, 
putting away what I thought was important, even if it was folding the laundry, ironically enough, (laughs) to get them a drink of water, I was becoming more Christ-like in that moment. And I'd never stopped out of my selfishness to realize and that. And Jesus, you know, Jesus says, you've, been, you've done well with small things, right? Yeah. Here, come inherit the kingdom, right? It's the small things. I, as you were speaking, I was just thinking of the little way of St. Therese, yeah. St. Therese, the little flower. and It's all in these small ways that God works through us to, to transform us. Uh, we often like to think that we would rise to the occasion, to be heroic in that yeah. moment when God needs us. But the truth is we often fall to the level of our training. We don't rise to this heroic moment in one second. No. It's, it's, it's where we are allowing the Holy Spirit to train us, to guide us, to form that heart that will be heroic and courageous when called upon in larger moments. Right. And then just the idea that something as small as offering a drink of water seems little tiny gives so much bigger re- response of grace from God that it, it you don't even... You can't even begin to wrap your mind around how much God shows you his love in those little moments. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. And uh, you also use that image of drink of water. What does Jesus say about that, right? If, if you give a drink of water yes, to one of those, these little ones in my name. Yep, you give it to me. I always try to think about that because that's another thing I try to impart to my children is I was their first introduction to God, but when they would in turn give a drink of water to their little sibling because there was a lot of opportunity for that. Is I want you to see Christ in them. I want you to see the face of Christ in your brother and your sister as you give them that drink of water because that's what you're doing. It that is what you are called to do at this moment. You know, so I mean the the lessons with that silly drink of water that can be taught to a family of way too many rambunctious children is just blows my mind. 